This week, Grant and Ben talk Ahsoka Episode 4, Fallen Jedi, and get into the possible motivations of Bale and Skull, the possible whereabouts of a certain cackling Sith Lord, and the possible futures of Ahsoka under the tutelage of her former master. Chronicles, uh, special day here. Uh, just Grant and I, just Big G and I, uh, doing our thing. Adam yeah. is uh, feeling a bit under the weather. Some of the old Minoc measles, I think. But um, uh, here we are. We're going to be talking. Maybe we're the last ones to talk about this. I'm not sure. Right before we started the pod, Ben was like, Grant, can I count on you? <laughs> I was like, you know you can. Always. Always. Uh, we'll see what happens. No, it I could doom yeah. the galaxy. No, the I mean, uh, so we're, we're going to talk about Ahsoka um, episode four. And to be honest, I don't know the name of the episode. Is that a great way to start? The Fallen Jedi. I'm going to jump in there and just give you the, the title. That's Fallen right, Jedi. The Fallen Jedi. I mean, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Um, sorry. Sorry. Fallen Jedi. No, the Fallen so. Je- just in general. Yeah. Part Fallen four. Jedi. Yeah. Um, all right. We're just going to sort of whirlwind through this episode and not in order, just about things. Because uh, Grant and I um, have the pleasure of working together, and um, he's been he's been suggesting certain things uh, in, as I pass him in the hallways. Um, but I, I, we haven't had the full conversation. A lot of Gandalf memes yeah. going around. <laughs> Tell no, me why no, you no. love well, this we've episode. We've been talking about lots of other other theories. Uh, I know the internet's been abuzz with theories after this episode. I know this 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 episode is sort of reinvigorated interest in the show in a major way um this is this is i think the best episode of of streaming star wars show that i've seen thus far um from yeah. disney which is really? like that's that, a, this is the one i'm not andor? just saying that i'm not yeah better than I all just, of andor well andor is incredible sorry aside from andor i'm just judging this by the whole like fabro okay. filoni mandoverse just in that realm i would this, agree this is sort of what I feel like is Star Wars, like hits every pillar. We do a whole Pillars of Star Wars um, bonus uh, series, which is I think people can access somehow. We'll we'll set up a whole system for that. But um, that is uh, they hit everything in this episode, and this episode really tugs on you know your emotions. It pushes the envelope. It shows you new things. It expands the lore, and you have incredible dialogue and action sequences and. You know, there's there's the Lego set. The first one I saw from the series comes from this episode. Yeah. Obviously, there's like there's a couple set piece moments. Um, I love this episode. Me too. I, th- I feel like this is their stride. Like this is the spirit animal of this series. Was this episode where it's very Japanese, like samurai flick, um, like vintage. It's like yeah. like you said, pinnacle. It's like two like foes with lightsabers facing off spouting ideology at each other uh carefully measured strokes it shows like a, a side of ahsoka we've never seen before 
which is just this is like how far she's gone <laughs> possibly the dark side yeah <laughs> why, why do you say that i love that well i mean she does throw shin hati oh, yeah. against the, that one of the standing stones in the circle pretty in a pretty aggressive yeah. fashion <laughs> it, it seemed like, she was like trying to break <laughs> it her seemed neck like emotions yeah. took over in that yeah moment. Um, and then uh, also Balin, I think, reacts to that moment. with the, That's when he starts really laying down the sort of like overhead attacks. Uh, I know. And he was so, you know, he was saying a lot of crazy stuff to Ahsoka. And so, again, haven't really looked at other people's theories. This is just going in naked. So, uh, but I, yeah. I don't know. That's how you go in the yeah. world between worlds. He that's what you did. her like he was like you. He he's like he's like you know you leave a wake of destruction you know he was like accusing her of being this like oh like, yeah murderer. like um that's right I think when their sabers first lock up he's like you know like your legacy like your masters uh, yeah. before you will be of love destruction right. death and destruction uh, I love this from Balin's skull because he really does feel like a disenfranchised yeah. Jedi that left at the end of the Clone Wars it really does. Like you feel that backstory is alive and well, and you feel like he has completely, utterly turned his back on the Jedi at this point, given that he's now serving a greater good or, or hoping to accomplish a greater good by bringing Thrawn back and restoring the remnant empire, you know, pulling people together, which is like, I don't know what that means yet. I'm, I have lots of theories about what's going on there. And we'll get to that. I think towards the end of the episode, like our discussion, but, um, yeah, I just this episode was so cool. I think you see a lot of characters open up in this episode, and like Sabine is such a cool episode for Sabine. The, the, there's a couple action moments where it's just some of the coolest action I've seen in a Star Wars show. And like, you know, again, I love yeah. everything I've seen in Mando, and I love everything I've seen in Andor. But like, there's something about just the the cool gadgetry, and, you, and I think Sabine is all as a character. You also know she's the smartest person in the room wherever she is, which is like. Another thing that's super fun that I think we don't get enough of is it's kind of like the anti Han Solo character, honestly. Yeah. It's like a character that's actually super competent and one step ahead of everyone, much like Thrawn, honestly. It's almost like the they're they kind of hold equal power on each side of the the war here. But yeah, love Sabine in this episode. I thought this was, this was a great episode for Sabine. And I thought it was all very believable. Yes. I thought there was a, li- a lot of foreshadowing in the beginning where Ahsoka and her are talking about Ezra being out there and can I count on you and all that stuff. I thought there was it was a little heavy handed with the foreshadowing. Like I was like, OK, this <laughs> this choice is definitely going to come up at some point where where basically, you know, she has Ahsoka's like, if it means denying Thrawn's return, I'm happy with Ezra being out there. Like she says something to that effect in this episode. And I was like, and Sabine just hears it. You and can then see she's like. You can yeah. just like, mm, no. That's, She's uh, like, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm right so. there with you. Yeah, and that's all at the beginning of the episode, and then obviously at the end of the episode. Um, and they set up yeah, her, they set up her character perfectly, so that that makes sense. Like you said, yeah, every beat. I, I was, I was never left like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Which I, I mean, I actually do kind of a lot in Star Wars, but then like immediately for, forgive them. I'm like, well, I can do some mental gymnastics here, and that makes sense now. But there was it, yeah. it was just all very organic the way everything went through. You were talking about characters opening up. One of my characters, favorite yeah. characters that got opened up was Maroc. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite, quite literally, literally just got owned. Yeah, like a smoke bomb going off. Yeah, I, I thought it, it looked. I mean, they you know the stuff I've read was like, oh, it was green smoke. My first impression was like a like a a hive of bees or something that just got like opened up and it was just like bees escaped him. Yeah. Um, but he's, 
Yeah. I loved it. I absolutely adored that part of it. It, it definitely evoked sort of samurai cinema that I mm-hmm. adore. And so, but just in a, in a sort of Disney way, which was the, you know, just a shadowy dust that sort of like explodes out of the, the torso. But um, I love that moment. It, it, it just, what a beautiful action set piece moment that was. And the, the inquisitor yeah. saber actually looked great in this moment. And I know we talk a lot about the spinning saber and, we get the story idea that it provides this sort of what they think is an edge in combat yeah. and sort of, oh. they always try to cheat. Um, you know, the dark side is always trying to just find the, the fastest route or the quickest route to power. So obviously this is just one method that they use, but the, you know, all that stuff, but it just, it kind of never worked in rebels. It never it works. Like, it was just so yeah. much at once. It's intimidating, basically. but, and so when you do it with one character and you kind of do it, in these quiet set piece moments in the woods, I was like, this yeah. was great. I thought it was excellent. I really love that fight. Um, the noise he makes when he gets cut yeah. open, woo, like sound yeah. design in this episode. So many. Yeah. Cool noises I, I think sound. They, like, they, like I said earlier, they really found their, um, you know, found their speed. The, the, the uh, score is phenomenal. The sound design's amazing. It looks beautiful. Um, you know, obviously all the beats are great. Um, yeah, Maroc is interesting. I feel like that's the like inquisitor move of last resort. Is like it is Maroc interesting? Yeah, yes. And I mean that's I'm the internet seems to think so. I did zero theorizing about this character and just was like, cool, he's the smoke well, he's the smoke monster from Lost. Yeah, I, I will it. I will pose one question <laughs> to you. I mean, just like yeah. yeah, I guess like what does it mean? Like I feel like eventually they will backfill his character. And but even though we'll be like, well, then, you know, he died. I did. I did love the way that he got dispatched. It was like hearkened to that fight between the last fight between Maul and Obi-Wan, where it was like one measured stroke opened him up and that was it. Um, That was fantastic. I have some um, nerdy factoids that I found on um, Wikipedia. Let's go. So um, the the name Maroc, it was a name of a knight who was turned into a werewolf by his wife who had learned uh, these skills from the witch Morgan Le Fay. So um, it's classic Arthurian yes. sort of um, black magic yeah. or, you know, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Witchcraft stuff that that's, that's great. That's what I, that's perfect for the show. I think what Dave Filoni is allowing Star Wars to do is become more mystical and explore some of these more high fantasy yeah. elements that I think yes. are denied in Mandalorian and Book of right. Boba Fett and shows like that. So what this show is doing is I think it's, it's allowing to to have a character who's just complete. He's just part of the the dark side, you know, ensemble. And I think that that's per. And he's kind of he's almost obviously has a name, but he's kind of formless yeah. and uh, without ident- identity. Could he be a sort of like um, could this be necromancy? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've, we've heard, you know, they could, there's lots of things going on that this could be like, and I kind of like that it's unknown. Yeah. I like that. I like that we don't know. And I like that it's not yeah. explored. I think I love that. Or he could just be a, a you know, a species that has gaseous sort of yeah. like um, but, a circuitry. Or I like blood, the necromancy you know? idea because I mean, if in this legend, Arthurian legend, Morgan Le Fay was the one. So, I mean, right. it, it, and we know more, um, Morgan in this, uh, um, you know, show is a witch. So it, it makes sense. He could have just been a, a spirit, like a resurrected spirit or something to do some things, um, right. force powers, which is wild. Yeah. But, um, just right. to do like the corny Dave Wolf thing. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm, you probably knew this because you've been really into 
um, Norse mythology, especially lately. And I know actually I have been too, but oh, the skull and hati stuff. Yeah. You probably mentioned it on an earlier. Yeah, thing, but so yes, we've done. Yeah. We talked so, about it a couple yeah. times. So they are harbingers of the Ragnarok yeah. because they're bring they're effectively going to this other galaxy and bringing back the heir to the empire, yeah. right? But I wouldn't be so, yeah. Hmm. It's interesting because I I don't I I don't think we truly understand what Balin Skull's motivations are no. yet. No. I think it's sort of still veiled in in a major way, I would say. In a fun and uh, in a really fun yeah, in a really fun way where you just don't know what makes him tick and why he's searching for Thrawn. I I feel like there could be fun rug pulls with that and there could be he he could be serving a completely different cause than we think he is basically which is a lot of people want to get to thrawn um if you if you've read the books you kind of know where the emperor's um mindset is on thrawn yeah. and uh, i i wonder if there are any a- agents tied to sort of what the what do you think the here. emperor's mindset is on thrawn because i think that that the emperor just looks as thrawn at thrawn as a tool to be used what am I missing? Because I know you have probably have a deeper uh, read on that. I think I think I, I think Thrawn isn't as lawful evil as Palpatine is. Therefore, Thrawn would try to take control of everything and then almost be dictatorial in trying to run a. Uh, he would almost be a benevolent dictator. I think he would just try to yeah. make good situations happen for everyone in the galaxy and take yeah. over the galaxy without issue, right. basically. And therefore, that would pose a huge problem to the contingency plan and all that stuff that's in order that's already probably in effect. You know, that makes so much sense. Therefore, are there, you know, are there agents that maybe want to take out Thrawn that are part of a more sinister yeah. plot? You know what I mean? Like, and Balin Skull to me, sort of like he even starts to speak like Palpatine towards the end of this episode. Like when he talks to Sabine, I was like, and then he kind of like takes a meditative beat. He just stands there and like shuts his eyes, and you know he he could be thinking he could be using the force to reach out and sense her. What's bothering her? What's uh, what's pulling at her uh, in terms of Ezra and her her history and Mandalore? And you find out that uh, I guess Ahsoka and Sabine were together when Mandalore was destroyed, right? Yeah. Or like you're you're made to think that, and it's because and that's when they're their master and apprentice relationship sort of first hit some bumps. And I guess. Yeah. Sabine's mother was and, killed. And, that was yeah. revealed, right? Right. Was, yes. And yeah. while she was on from, from Balin in this moment where he's talking like, again, I've never seen anyone talk like this to anyone in star Wars, in the opera of star Wars. Uh, I haven't seen anyone like do this other than Palpatine. It's like, it's such a Palpatine move when he did that. And I was like, I do wonder if, if this is not like, if if Balin and Shin are not Mara Jade almost like as a concept mm. in a lot of ways. Wow. So you've got a so. lot of thoughts. Do you I love this idea that they're sort of like <laughs> I, I went yeah. in on this episode. I mean, do you, so I have say. I have a million questions. Do you about the that yeah. theory like alone? Like I guess I'll start okay. with like the idea of do you think Thrawn's agenda is the same as the Emperor's, or do you think he's at odds with um, you know, Operation Necromancer? Do you think like Thrawn has his own designs? Yeah, that's why I think they're, they're that's why I think that they're trying to get information out of Pelion 
because necro and necromancers are completely different, a separate division that I think is connected to the contingency plan more so than anything else. I think that and is I wouldn't the be contingency surprised plan. Like that's bring the yeah, right? that's bring the emperor back and do this all over again. Because why would you spread it out across three different you know moths right. to deal with? I feel like you just have one person do it in the unknown regions right. and not like connect it to anyone else, and then also. Yeah, yeah, I just don't think Palpatine would spread it out between you everyone. Don't think so. He I would. think the contingency plan. Well, I just think the contingency plan. I think a lot of remnant Imperials aren't going to want to serve a like Sith wraith looking yeah. to restore right. their life, right? You know, whatever. Well, so that, to me, that's a yeah. that's a vote for he yeah. is compartmentalizing all these like not they're not Grand Admirals, they're considered warlords, I guess. Um, so that he like yeah. has his most faithful people on his like cloning project and everyone else right. has got their own agendas and stuff. But I mean, if Thrawn, like, you know, we th know that Thrawn was like always from like the novels, he was always the shining star, but was like too, too dangerous. The like the elites like never trusted him, but like he probably would have been the best leader. And like maybe Thrawn looks right. at the galaxy as like this is his chance to actually lead um from the top and be the guy so i'm wondering if either a yeah. um balin is team thrawn and is like no this guy actually has a virtuous idea for the galaxy and i'm for that um or if he's team uh, palpatine you know the emperor and is going here to kill thrawn so to like this this is a theory i just brought up yeah. 10 minutes ago or five yeah minutes ago. yeah um, yeah, I, I haven't heard this. I haven't heard this anywhere on the internet or I haven't really looked on the internet for anything, any theories or what people are saying about the episode, but I was just, it's just the way he was speaking yeah. the dialogue. Like it, that's the only thing that really pushed me in that. That's, that's to what think you're that, thinking there. To think, to connect him to, to um, Palpatine, just Palpatine. the way that he goes. Yeah. About it. I mean, it could, it's, it could just be a tried and true Sith, like, you know, dark side, um, you know, tool that they use. I mean, it, it, even their like their lightsaber form, right? It's it's taunting is part of the form. It's like imposing your will on them, um, and that's kind of what that felt like to me. Um, we were talking a little bit bef about forms before, <clears throat> and um, I think bah, 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 da, 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 the last one here. I'm just want to. It's called the uh, uh, form five. Well, there's Vapod, but no, it's got another name actually. So no, the one that I pulled up, oh, it's uh, Demso or Shin, right? Um, that's right. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's like Dark Side Form Three. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, interesting that there's so much stuff there because now you're so now you're making me think like, what if Thrawn has brainwashed um, Ezra? And he's like, Ezra's, you know, they go and get him. And Ezra's like, no, Thrawn actually, he, you know, he can actually be the answer to all these problems that the New Republic has. He's like, he's not going to be the emperor, but it will be a form like the empire. But it's, you know, but it, he'll be a benevolent di dictator. This will be the guy that, you know, Lucas always wanted. And, you know, you could sell people on that. If you had the, the Empire's infrastructure, but like actually it was like no, you know, but sure. it's like it's actually not a Sith lore running it. It's it's Thrawn and he he is the guy mm -hmm. with the kind of brain that could, you know, administrate an entire galaxy well. Um, as long as he had no one talking him down. Um that sounds exciting to me. Yeah, I am excited to see what what how Thrawn is incorporated. 
um, and sort of Lady Elizabeth and yeah, Thrawn's Morgan relationship Elizabeth. at this point. Morgan Elizabeth, I feel like, and Thrawn is like that. I want to know what that relationship is. I yeah. feel like there's we don't really have any hints about them ever interacting in books or seer animated shows. So it's like, oh, yeah. well, let's check out what this what what is their backstory? Yeah, it's How a do pretty they know each OP other? squad. I mean, you've yeah. got a you know a night sister leading three sith yeah. essentially i mean three dark side force users of varying abilities and i mean that's and, and then all those like hk assassin droids which is like amazing it's right it's great which, squad. love the droid fight at the start of the episode yes. by the way i just want to that in the pod that was excellent <sighs> hu yang um, man again I, and i uh, like I'm so worried for Hu Yang that I was like, oh, he can fight. Of course he can fight. I actually, <laughs> just like, yeah. thrown down. And then you saw him in the last episode. You're like, oh, he can't just whip Light out some, Yeah. Imagine he could go full Grievous yes. on someone if he wanted to. Yeah, really. that's what I expected. I mean, he's got those training sabers on his back, but like he's got to have some real lightsabers. <laughs> There's some real yeah, sabers right? in there. <laughs> Let me see if you want Hu Yang with real sabers in one episode. Uh, yeah, please. I was kind of hoping for that. I was like, oh, you know, it's so funny in real time. I was just watching him and I was like, you know, they're coming out of the woods and hunting him. And I was like, this could go one of two ways. Like he'd either get like cut down or he could like just be like OP and just like shred these HK droids, um, which would be pretty fun. But we yeah. got something in between where he was able to survive, um, but just barely. I love when Ahsoka and Sabine are running through the woods and then they come across Maruk and Shin. Yeah. And, and then you see kind of Sabine just like breathing heavy and sort of like, like getting yeah. aggro because she just wants revenge and i was like this might be the coolest moment i've seen in a while and then she just you know goes full mr pink and just like full clip just unloads yeah. like a full clip at, at shin and just darts to the side like neo and i was like this is so cool like feloni is really finding his his uh his groove and sort of like the action uh, sort of like the intimate action set yeah. piece stuff which is like intimate action moments and i feel like he's just it's great blocking i love the blocking in that scene. yeah but this is really an episode for choreography and blocking like all over in all around like almost every scene the fight with balin and yeah. ahsoka baroque and ahsoka and then the sabine shin stuff i was like yeah. blown away and i mean of course there was the yeah. you know uh forecasting there where like Yu Yang is like, you are better together. And of course they immediately get separated. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, we know where this is going. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Um, it was fun watching Ahsoka fight. Um, it makes yeah. sense that she was weakened when she like disabled that um the device, which I'm glad she Oh yeah, when she grabbed yeah. the map. Yeah. Which yeah. I was glad she finally did. I'm like, don't go for him, go for the map. Like that's the this is the MacGuffin, you know. Um, yeah. but that played out in a very interesting way. Um, and then, I mean, I, I think we should probably yeah. get to the thing, right? Like she fell off a cliff and landed in, uh, the world. Yeah. The world. That's just, uh, so after the coolest lightsaber fight I've seen yeah. in a while, um, where they're just facing off like samurai and it's incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised we got that fight. Obviously it was great. Well, obviously. Yeah. And it's also like, I kind of love that, um, the Balin skull character is like kind of a medieval yes. knight, sort of his fighting style and everything. It's like a giant claymore he's yeah. wielding and. He, he he is like the archetype of like a dark yeah. knight or something <laughs> like the black knight. I don't want to evoke Batman yeah. or something like that, but just like yeah, he's just like he's just the kind of bad knight yeah. character, which is so cool. You've seen death death knights sometimes are called in certain fantasy you know um, yeah. worlds. Little Nazgul, but uh, yeah, it's just 
it's so cool. Like I was like, it's such a fun idea to throw in the mix. And then when you have Ahsoka being so explicitly yeah. samurai, it's like, that was such a cool fight. Like I can't even stress how cool that fight was just them circling each other. But yeah, she gets, she gets like battered off a cliff, like at the end, like he's just like hammering down and then just, I think it's just one upward slash. I think she falls off the cliff or something. And I was just like, Oh, it was brutal. brutal. And then, yeah, waves are crashing on the shore, and then they kind of just, uh, it's sort of like pedas, it, it sort of, uh, the camera just tracks left, and then it goes from waves to the floor of the world between yes. worlds, which is redesigned now. It's not just like white beings right. with like translucent, you know, void uh, in between. It's like, it's blue, like force yeah. goes blue. Yes, in swirls, <laughs> yeah, Big change. definitely. Which is yeah. interesting. It looks like. I waves. mean, maybe it's like, yeah. I mean, we'll have to, we have to wait, right? Because obviously, we get we hear the voice, we see the man, and then we're done. So yes. we don't really have an, any explanation. Okay. We're left to have a podcast <laughs> and talk about what we think is going to happen in a couple right. of days. Let's talk about the actual major reveal of this yeah. episode. Um, Anakin Skywalker. Yes. It. Uh, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Back. With some real nice de-aging yeah. technology, real nice soft, softly lit face. Um, looks as young as he did, you know, in Revenge of the Sith. Um, clearly, you can you can tell it's de-aging technology, but it's like, I, I like the approach. I think it's, yeah. I almost wish like we did this in Obi-Wan where they really skew him. You know, they they really make him look young and like they, they did a great job here. I thought, I think he looks great, but also I don't think you're, I don't think we quite know what this means yet. And I think we're, we're going to get more context for what Anakin could mean to the story yeah. next episode. But uh, yeah, Ahsoka basically dies, falls off a cliff, wakes up in the world between worlds, very Gandalf, Gandalf, you know, falling with the, the Balrog yeah. and the, you know, being reborn by the sacred fire and all that stuff. Like it's in, it, is this, are we, are we going towards a resurrection as Ahsoka the white? Are we moving towards, a sort of a return basically to the world of the living. You know, this does feel like the, the, the world of the dead given that, or the world between worlds, obviously, as we know it, because Anakin's like, um, I didn't expect you to see you so soon. Yeah. So he's waiting for her. So, Oh, he did say that. So he didn't, he wasn't responsible yeah. for putting her there, which is interesting. Um, and where is there? Right. How is, did she is, get this, there? is she just like, is, is this death? Like, is she sinking into the depths of the ocean? Is she splayed out on the jagged rocks? Like, where is right. Ahsoka? You know what I mean? Did she land on a pergle? Like, what is going on? Like, what happened? What happened? You know what and I mean? is that really? I mean, so if you've watched Rebels, you've seen in, in full, um, you've seen the world between worlds, and it was, you know, there was a portal on Lothal, and Ezra went in there, and he actually pulled Ahsoka into it to save her life once. Um, at the end of her battle with uh, Vader, Anakin on Malachor. So now here she is pulled back yeah. in, but instead of Vader, it's Anakin himself there uh, waiting for her. Um, and we know that, you know, uh, Ahsoka's a little, <laughs> I want to, it's not bewitched. She's a little touched by the gods. Um, you know, her spirit has been refilled by essentially a godlike being in the daughter from um, the Mortis arc. Um, so I don't know if that helped her out. Uh, that the con, you know, uh, yeah, again, this is like, again, Filoni may be opening the door for Star Wars to be a little bit more yeah. mystical. Maybe Ahsoka is like the Astari yeah. from Tolkien's Middle Earth. You know, maybe, maybe they're, we're trying to explore new archetypes, new, 
new sort of motifs for Star Wars to to because a lot of it's just abandoned. I feel like, and or a lot of it's very hard science fiction or ensemble based. You have to touch on politics and uh, smuggler, you know, backstories. Right, right. Everyone gets a backstory. Soldier and, life yeah, and all this stuff that's other. Like, but like, I, I do miss the sort of fairy yes. tale. Um, yeah, mythological angle that I think we're we're going for here, and it's it's very fantasy, which I I, I adore. Yeah, so you and me both. I can't wait to see what happens, but um, I have some theories. Definitely, I did want to I do want to mention just to give some context to your last comment, and then I want you to to go off. But uh, very much so. We also during uh our core world news days, um, we did a pretty early actually. We did a breakdown of Joseph Campbell's um, Hero of a Thousand Faces, and we mentioned it a lot. But I just thought I'd point it sure. out, like kind of one of the coolest parts which is sort of the end of the hero's journey is that they either die or they speak with gods they're bestowed gifts um it's a really cool word yeah. called apotheosis which essentially you be get made a god and that is what you know that's what happened to gandalf um and that's what it feels like yeah. is happening with um with ahsoka here like when we see her on the other side yeah. of this this she will have experienced apotheosis and we're going to get a very very strong ahsoka afterwards what's great is we you know there there isn't there's some um information written about gandalf's sort of rebirth in the lord of the rings but uh it's really sort of elemental in a lot of ways whereas this is going to be very relationship driven where i think we're gonna get a sort of anakin repenting yeah. Talking about his misdeeds, talking about his misfortune, talking about his failure and the corruption of, you know, both him and the Senate that Yoda and Obi-Wan blame themselves for. And a lot of the Jedi went into exile, blame themselves for and are just totally dismayed by and just and the Jedi themselves have been, you know, they're tarnished, uh, having not been able to see this corruption. And I think like I think that needs to be voiced more. And I think Obviously, Luke Luke does like catch up work at you know high speed with Ray in the Last Jedi about kind of what happened. But I I almost want to play that slow. Like I almost want to see that yeah. played extremely. Right. And who slow. better to like, do it than Anakin? Let's Skywalker. talk about right. yeah. this. Yeah, let's talk about this downfall. Yeah. Like in a like really address it in a major way because I think Ahsoka needs that catharsis for her apotheosis to take place. Right, like she needs to talk about this with him specifically, but. The Vader theme does yeah. play pretty <laughs> loudly very end of the episode when we go, you know, screen yeah. black or fade out credits. Like it's it is yeah. loud. I wonder if that's just for fun um, because it's like this, I think like, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just gorgeous curly haired model is really the Dark Lord that is the center of everything, you know, this whole franchise really. Um I do wonder if I well yeah. I, I do wonder did 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 Anakin have the scar no. in Return of the Jedi? And he, oh, okay. He has the scar. No, he doesn't have the scar here. He does and not I, have the scar. I, and and okay. I, if memory serves, he does not have the scar in Return of the Jedi when he comes back as a ghost. Okay, yeah, because I have. I but I was seen that, explicitly that looking for the scar because that's who I am <laughs> during that like yeah, pivotal yeah. scene, and I did not see it. So, so there's a good, so this is a, there's a very good chance this is Force Ghost Anakin yeah. Skywalker. I mean, who how yeah. else could he be there? Unless, well, I'm just wondering that you know, again, the last time we saw the world between worlds, we had the Emperor using some sort of cauldron of fire 
actually able to he's he actually so if you go back to rebels palpatine is kind of speaks some strange incantation and fires like a fire blast into yeah, the world but he doesn't worlds. go in himself it goes inside but he doesn't go what? in himself he does not go through the portal himself he yeah. seems to only be able to shoot this fire the fire does not look dissimilar from the fire that explodes out of the shaft true true with it in which he was he fell yes. to his death it <laughs> I don't want to like start connecting. Dots yes, you do. And I'm here for it. Let's go. Trying to think about the sort of, if we are opening up the mystical floodgates with this show, like, you know, are we going to see this blue fire at some point? Um, I do wonder. Become but, like um, a real thing. Also, if, if there is someone trying to cling to life who maybe won't become a forest ghost and will never find enlightenment, obviously a, this, a dark sider in Palpatine, is the only way for him to stick around is to sort of manipulate and use this world between worlds. Because if you watch rebels, it is like all these R and D programs are launched to basically understand the world between worlds for, to be harnessed course, and controlled. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just, that's a lot of stuff. There was a lot of ideas in my head. And then I was wondering, you know, is a thing I've always been fascinated by is where was Anakin in the sequels? Yeah. Like, <laughs> No, no, no. I'm just, it's just, it's fine that he's not included in the sequels. It's was, fine. It was just, his empty helmet. The first yeah. six movies are un, undoubtedly his story. Well, I mean, we way. hear his voice at the end, so he's out there. We, I mean. No, there's, they definitely cover the bases yeah, in terms of, yeah. He's, he's part of, feels part of the narrative, but I'm, or I guess the helmet's there yeah. a bunch. And, you know, Kylo's looking up to him as a Right, a but we know that he's not really just, talking to Vader. He's talking to the sure. Emperor by the end of it. So it, it does make me think like maybe you do some really wonderful storytelling to explore Anakin's ghost and why he is occupied or shut out from speaking to people yeah. in the sequels maybe entanglement with the emperor's ghost or something, you know, something that if, if, you know, he was corrupted in life, he's corrupted in yeah. some, you know, so I don't know, something, something more mystical. Yeah. I would love something that's really interesting to sort of, explain why he's not there right and i mean he has a connection to mortis too i don't know if there's some sort of way that you know maybe his spirit can still occupy that and bring balance to the force um as a force ghost um you know there's a lot of different ways you can go with it it's a lot of fun things to think about there because it's like why is he there at all but i'm like here for it it's not like what's he doing it's like i don't i don't know he's there and we're on and this is you know feloni made this crazy i don't want to say plot hole but like this this vehicle for storytelling in rebels and now he's and and it had so many questions surrounding it it is very mystical um and now he can kind of use it in any way he wants um in a in a fun way so i'm pretty excited um they i don't know if you saw this it was kind of on the download but um starwars.com talked about it i think there's about eight theaters across the United States are showing episode five. Um, and uh, right. one of those theaters is in Boston. Um, so on Tuesday, I'm going to go, uh, this was my poor wife. I'm like, Hey, it's our anniversary. Um, good news. Uh, we're going to go out. You can eat at any <laughs> restaurant you want at the assembly uh, row. And then, um, you know, at eight, we get to go to have these free tickets to go see Ahsoka and the- <laughs> which i'm sure she's thrilled about um but i'm thrilled about it um to be in a room with a bunch of nerds yelling at a tv screen um and seeing this 40 minute thing yeah 
so uh yeah pretty excited about what's coming next but um i don't know i mean it, it could yeah full guinness full, yeah yeah i can get, go to mcguffins get a guinness <laughs> no, no we're, it's really anakin's moment and ahsoka's moment i guess to connect which i'm excited to see so oh you're praying for alec yeah, guinness? and i guess the new galaxy i mean like of course we're going to theaters we're arriving in a new galaxy like oh. we are yeah right is it going to get its like, own this is crawl? Going to is it going to be in a galaxy a little bit closer? <laughs> it's still very far <laughs> yeah, away. Tech. Or even further and further away. <laughs> this galaxy. Oh, no. We ended up in the, the, the void. Yeah. The endless void. That was awesome. Because I do love, um, like, terror sci-fi. And, like, when you start dealing with infinity and, like, you know, people getting lost in hyperspace and like a moment in real yeah. time feels like a million years in your like in that hyperspace thing. And there's so many like terrifying things that could happen just floating in um, dark space. Uh, yeah. Um, that's fun. Lost in the depths of the yeah. void. Sounds Oof. poetic and fun yeah. for me. Yeah, he is a very poetic character. I, I Big fan of Balan Skull. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind going back in time just to get some more sort of um yeah like a shakespearean yeah. dialogue out of the, the jedi right. characters because it's it sounds so cool. i said uh, earlier that i didn't see any theories i lied um i did see one theory a while ago and i'm seeing my note about it now oh, let's um, go the the maxines um from high republic um mm -hmm. were a warring tribe that went extra galactic um to continue their war against right. some people and we see the Maxine station in our known galaxy and, you know, far, far away. Um, that's also the Maxine station is where we see in the comics that um, Snoke seduces Ben Solo to the dark side um, to become Kylo Ren. Um, and so I'm wondering, you know, they, they are on the top of the board for, you know, who could possibly be populating this world out there. It could be in a Maxine world like this, you know, war culture, um, their home base. Because um, it makes sense, you know, when they went extra galactic, this seems to be the most adjacent um, galaxy, I think. It's not just some random galaxy. I, I think this is probably the next one over. Um, but we'll see. But um, so that's, we don't know much mm. about the Maxines other than what I just said. So, um, but that could be interesting. That is. Because there's that only so many extra galactic I... things we even have, and this is one of them. I am excited. I do. I am hopeful that we get to introduce to a couple cultures out there, a couple new civilizations. Uh, I do, I do wonder if they'll, if Filoni will do that though. Um, given that we already have so many characters yeah. and that there, there's so much in motion well, already. They got to run into somebody uh, out there and you just call them the Amaxi. Right. That's yeah, what I'm hoping I think Claudia for. Yeah. Gray is the one that named that station, a Maxine station. Yeah. Um, so, and actually created yeah. that world. So that'd be pretty fun to see something created by an author, high Republic author show yeah. up in this. I'm not sure that's happened yet. No, that would be really cool. Yeah. And, and they are, yeah, I, they are explicitly, I think mentioned as being extra galactic yes. travelers. Uh, they even build those giant space stations. Yes. The Amaxine station is where I think we're Snoke and Kylo trained yeah. or something. And like the gar were, were bred or born yeah. or whatever. Um, uh, seated. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, we um, saw it much before then where that was where the Sith, uh, army um trapped the drengir um was aboard that's right station. yeah yeah, that's right and they had a relationship with the sith yeah. that's right um that's right that book was great i loved yeah, that too. book um, um 
yeah, I, I'm I'm hopeful that we're going to a planet where the force is nullified. Right. To put like Thrawn and Sabine as like the strongest people <laughs> right. on the board because they yeah. would be. <laughs> they would those two yeah. would be the best people in that fight, I feel like. Um, just given that it's, it would be all brains, like everything you do at that point would then be, you'd have to MacGyver your way through that situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm hopeful for that. Like a Merc here from there, the, the books, uh, the Thrawn yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's pretty much it for theories. I do. I, I do wonder if Anakin, if it's Anakin, you know what I mean? At all. Who else do you think it could be? Again, I, I, it could be an illusion. It, who is interested in this moment of getting to the other to, you know, it's I feel like if someone maybe is interested in this plan to retrieve Thrawn and help protect the, the Empire, it's going to be the Emperor himself. And so, like, the Emperor's already tampered with the world between worlds. Could he? And he's already mm. mimicked Anakin before to Kylo Ren and he was. He has great, all those elusive Great powers. call, man. And it, right now, where is the Emperor? We don't know. And how did he survive that but, like trap? Like, how did he get from that Death Star to Exegol? Right. So it makes me think it could the could could force ghosts actually move through the the universe differently in a different method than the world between worlds. And the world between worlds is quite literally just a a, a place between time and space, between all of time and space. And sort of nothing going on there. Therefore, purgatory. Therefore, therefore, kind of going to be a pretty tough place to spend any amount of time if you're a, if you used to be an emperor. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there's like, um, and you used to, you know, the whole galaxy uh, basically listen to your every beckon. Right. You know, every, but that's where he'd want to be, where he can yeah. poke his nose and still control things all across the galaxy from one like you know locale. Um, you know, I think. I don't know if we heard his voice in um, Shadows of the Sith, um, that book around Luke Skywalker and um, right. Lando. In in the Force Awakens novelization, we do hear a dark side voice reaching out to the main character to Ray. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's I mean that's yeah. a pretty solid no. bet. So you think? I mean, what I'm? It could just be yeah. the dark side. So you think itself. it could be the a Emperor posing as Anakin? I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if Filoni created the world between worlds just to create a logic for Kanan inhabiting the wolf after his or before his death. But uh, the wolf was never there. <laughs> like, so. I, yeah, the wolf was never there. Not not in what we've seen yeah. in live action or anything. But I'm just. I just don't know how much thought was put into the world between worlds. You know, I don't know if it really is this explicit deeply threaded idea of like, Hey, this is how Palpatine actually does, you know, um, uh, uh, still exist after yeah. dying, you know, like he, he, no matter what, there was no force ghost life for him. He, he was yeah. the dark side. So if, if he could ever cling to life, it might in be that in that yeah. purgatory between, yeah. In that area, basically. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes as much sense as anything. And, it, and it's Anakin in the dark robes too. It's not like, like I almost my dream scene from all of this, like my dream catharsis for myself would almost be like this is Palpatine and like he is playing Ahsoka and like he was puppeting Balin and like and like like if this would be my dream scenario, it's not I doubt this is not going to happen. Obviously, and I hold this extremely loosely, but I'm just saying like this is just the sort of 
I like the dark sorcery side of Star Wars and I miss it yeah. dearly. And I think like there's it's fun to kind of punch that up. And I feel like I would love if that Anakin we do meet at the end of this episode is Palpatine, you know, um, sort of trying to manipulate Ahsoka. And then we get, you know, brown robed Palpatine uh, Anakin show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then we get good Anakin. You know what I mean? Like I almost I almost would really like that. Like that would be fun to me in a, in a major yeah. way. That would be that would be a blast. Um, that's that's a real that's a real like yeah, deep cut big swing crazy yeah. lore you know ghost fighting ghosts sort of nonsense but like I I personally think that that would be yeah. kind of cool but um yeah so but I again Occam's Razor probably Anakin probably going to have a long talk about yeah. his errors and yeah. I, I have this <laughs> other theory and I think it's probably just based on um you know, the rumors that we heard before this started about a time jump where it's like, we might not get this interaction for a while. It might sort of like start between them. And then it sort of flashes back to what happened to, um, Ahsoka, the, the lost time of Ahsoka between that fight with Vader. And then, um, when we see her with Luke Skywalker, Mm. um, um, I'm still sort of waiting for them to backfill that time period, but we might just not get it. Um, which I'm fine with, mm. but I feel like they should. Yeah. At least, I mean, well, we know that she was training Sabine and that her mother died at Balance School's hand. So that might be all we need to know. But um, I don't know. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's another shoe to drop there. Um, there's definitely a lot of lot of boots to a lot of Jedi boots to drop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, ahead here. So, yeah. And yeah, obviously it's hitting cinemas next week. Yeah. So. Yeah, and two day. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. It's it's going to be some major reveals. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the Thrawn reveal, honestly. Wow, that'd but be cool. Yeah, if like we see the other I mean, side of how it. How great would that be? I mean, it'd be it makes sense to sort of do a lost thing where it's like we jump to, um, you know, maybe their, their story. story. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, I think. But again, I think there's a lot of we got to tie up the loose ends with Ahsoka, or not, which is. Would you be upset if we kind of just get Ahsoka the White and you kind of don't get a lot of what happened yeah, with Anakin? I'd be fine with that. You need. I mean, you I, need, you I need say a, that, but a full episode of it. I, people would would lose their. Mind. How much time do you think you need in there? Not much. You know, I think I think the, the okay. next episode could bounce back and forth yeah. between the the things that Ahsoka is saying, and then I mean, but it, they don't really have anything to do with each other. Um, and Thrawn and Ezra, like I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, come on there. We're here for that conversation. I think that you're talking about this sort of like final true debriefing of the fall of the Jedi order, um, from Anakin's point of view, I think that would be fascinating because he was like literally on both sides of it. So, I mean, I, yeah. I think he's the one to tell that story. He's got a lot to sort of talk to. And, and are, so this, I did want to ask you this question. Where, what do you think is the okay. state of Ahsoka right now? Like what is her headspace? Because she's flawed. She's not Ahsoka the White right now, right? She's made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you know, Sabine's mother died, mm-hmm. but she doesn't seem too broken up over it. She wants to, like, hang out with, you know, still be a Padawan. She's even, yeah. And she's even, you know, talking about putting, putting, you know, the, the stopping Thrawn as more important yeah. than saving Ezra. Yeah. She's She's sort of placed that flag a couple times and been like, you know, we're not going to, if it comes down to it, we're not going to yeah. save Ezra if we can keep Thrawn away from the right. galaxy and stop another war. And so that's, 
that seems to be the explicit motivation that we've heard already in the show. But I feel like I do feel like um, she she now has to stop Balin's skull. Yeah. Like after this fight, like after this fight, he basically was like, did this whole thing about create yeah. you. Sometimes you must create to destroy. destroy sometimes to you create. must destroy yeah. to create. And I was like, okay, now like she has to take yeah. him out. Like that's. She has to be this, you know, arbiter of goddess yeah. of death and sort of like, yeah, and basically like just annihilate yeah. that whole uh, mindset. I, and she she flirts yeah. with the dark side. I mean, we saw from the previous episode that um, Sabine essentially leans on her anger to stay even competitive when she's blindfolded mm-hmm. um, and training with Ahsoka. And Ahsoka isn't just like, no, the dark side. This is she's like, beware using your emotions that it can unbalance you, which is just sort of like, you can do it, but just you, you need yeah. to know what's up. And when we see Ahsoka, essentially, I mean, I'm convinced she used the dark side to dash Hati's head against that rock. I mean, that was, she was weakened. Sure. And then all of a sudden she found this like well of power to just like throw, you know, Hati across the, you know, uh, board there. And then she was unbalanced and unable to stop yeah. the, like the, the, the sheer force of, of yeah. Balin's yeah. assault. And it was like, yeah, that was, you could tell that she only lost probably because she used the dark right. side just moments before. Like she was unbalanced, much like the same advice that she gave yeah. to her uh, apprentice. But what if, um, what if Anakin teaches Ahsoka how to be the gray Jedi that all these fanboys want? I mean, to actually use the dark side in a, in a functional way. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll use the dark side. I was thinking that, like, there's more training to be had in the world between yeah. worlds, and maybe, you know, maybe it, time isn't relative there, and you can basically be in there for years. Yes. Training with Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. Uh, apotheosis Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> and then return to the world of yeah. the living, having trained with Anakin Skywalker for, like, 50 years in, yeah. like, a... Because that's between. what happened to to Gandalf, right? I mean, in the extended versions of uh, was it Return of the King or the one before it? But they no, it was the the uh, middle one. He they I think they show his time, and he's like, I was up there for a very very long time. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why his like, hair is white. To, yeah, it's, time sort of disappears as a yeah. concept where he went and came yeah. back, and so that's that's to me that would be very cool. If and I also. I think you another the, the shoe that has to drop with the Balin Ahsoka um, um, rivalry is that I think they have to fight again, and I think Ahsoka has to basically just like step out of the way of those blows and be like a total yes. master. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like calling for it yes. at this point. And she might not even need her lightsabers. Well, that's why I'm thinking I, I wouldn't be surprised if Floney compresses this whole. Ahsoka the White thing, and basically you could have Ahsoka return as Ahsoka the White, and then much like uh, what Peter Jackson did with Gandalf in uh, Lord of the Rings films, like explain it later and then montage it and sort yeah. of like get into it. But like, so it might not be that full yeah. episode, you know? It might we might not get that like or that chunky side plot of Ahsoka and, and Anakin next week is might be the new galaxy yeah. next week is, is it's going to be big, right? If they're putting it in theaters, two huge then, threats. Like, it's going to be big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be cool. But, um, I don't, that's all my theories. I think I've, I've got, I got out all my theories on this pod. I, this is about why we yeah. do it. We explore yeah, stuff. Exactly. Well said, um, man. That's exactly good. right. Um, yeah, I think we did the thing. Uh, my one last little tidbit um, that I did, someone did find um, 
when we see the ghost, someone grabbed a frame of of it. Oh yeah, Hera. Yeah, I mean Hera. Yeah, whatever. That I mean. Uh, no, we were like send a squadron last week, yeah. or we were like we'll send a couple of squadrons, or send yeah, send a, just a, a frigate, right? Right? Like one frigate. No, she just comes with a ghost and four. Yeah, I know. She comes with the ghost and it's like Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix no, they didn't want back. her to do anything. Was, yeah, so and she got to have her rebel moment where she's like, nope, I'm doing this. Yeah, that's, and awesome. that's very in line with the original trilogy. Um, but. Yeah, we got a locked in foil on attack position. Yeah, and yep. <laughs> pretty explicitly said yeah, by Carson Teva. Yeah, no, he's there, Teva. Um, he's emerging as sort of the star of um, the New Republic um, Rangers. He made it out safe, right? Yes, yes. It was a couple episode. red red shirts okay. got okay. got hacked. Um, and it was funny because I kind of expected. We know that Carson Teva and um, uh, Gara Zabarelius are buddies, uh, Zeb. So I was, I was kind of surprised yep. to not see Zeb in one of those X wings. Oh, you, you will. Think that's happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be Adam for tonight and say okay. you will. Thank you, Adam from afar. <laughs> um, Adam, I know you. I know you'd say this if you're yeah, on the pod uh, tonight. <laughs> somewhere he'll be nodding tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, that that might happen there too. I, I, you know, that was just sort of an ancillary thing. Um, but actually, so if you zoom in on the yoke of the ghost, there's a photo. You know, as they do, like like there's even though photos don't exist in the galaxy sure. of our way. Of, you mean with Jason and Hera? I, I just, could. I was so happy in this episode yeah, just to them see together. Jason and Hera. No, they had they had a That's photo. So of, she has a photo of Kanan Jarrus like tucked, uh, like taped to her console behind her. Oh, yeah, really? Behind her um, control yoke. Can yeah. you see it? Is it Freddie Prince? Um, it, it's it's kind of tough. Like when you have to magnify that much, but yeah, it it yeah, does kind of look like that. Freddie Prince. So, um, yeah, but it. it's it's close enough for government work. Um, so that's pretty cute. Uh, I love Kanan cool. Jarrus as a character, and uh, such a cool um, character. I would love to see him yeah. some other way. And I, you know, if Filoni can do it and have it make sense, he'll do it. But um, I'm not. I'm not counting on that one. Well, we might be getting Ezra, and I think with Ezra might come. Oh, maybe our best shot of getting Kanan flashback yeah. or something. They're going to talk something. about him for yeah. sure. He'll definitely Ezra will will likely say Kanan if we do meet yeah. Ezra. I imagine. Yeah, I think we will. But um, I guess we'll have to wait till next week to figure it out. Um, where, you know, one reason why we're so tardy on this, Grant and I are in this work fugue um, that's like... <laughs> yeah, fugue state, state of, of work, work until yes. like September 22nd. <laughs> so um, otherwise we'd be bringing this to you earlier. But if we can figure out how to do it, um, you know, launch these pods a little quicker, we'll do it. If not, then, you know, you've got a little, some more coverage Um you know, coming in a little after the initial burst, so you got it there. It helps to helps to you know think about the ruminate yeah. about the theories and meditate yes. like a Jedi about what you saw, especially with Ahsoka. There's a lot to chew on with these yeah. episodes, so I think our coverage will be well before the next episode airs. But I think the m- more closer yeah. to the weekend um, until October. I think yeah, yeah, beginning October, we'll have earlier yeah. in the week well yeah and yeah if it's if it's going to be still coverage that you know the sooner the better we'll see how it um we'll see how it goes but um well comics there's dark droids there's there's really fun comic runs that are out now i'm like, excited about the comics i'm excited about um uh, uh red blade that i've been casually reading and it's yep. been so fun yeah. and it's so good um i can't wait for you to read that grant you're gonna really like it yeah i'm excited i uh fly last awesome i think it's yeah. one of 
I loved, I think I loved Phasma she did. I think Black Spire we read too. Phasma was an amazing one. And yeah, you know, we talked, I'm reading it because we talked to Meg Dowell and she, you know, she adores every book, like analyzes every book. Um, And she's had her a steady top three forever. And she put Red Blade into the top three, actually replacing, replacing Mm. Phasma. Um, oh wow! And as is her third favorite book ever, and that's why I was like, oh, "All right, I got to, I got to check this out." And it's just been so pleasant to be able to snuggle up at night um, and uh, and read that book um, like casually and just really appreciate that is great. it. So, um, yeah, good times. Uh, more good stuff to come very very soon. Can't wait to talk to you next week um, about the exciting fifth episode of Ahsoka. Um, until then, um, have a lovely week. May the force be with you, um, and we'll talk to you next week. On Cantina Chronicles.